Welcome to episode one of the Wolverine Digest podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Brown, joined by my esteemed colleague, Chris Breiler. <laughs> and we're kind of getting something going a little bit new here, uh, trying to get something off the ground, a little more podcast involvement, a little more something for people to listen to. And we're using a, a platform that we're kind of working the kinks out a little bit. But Chris, I think I got you right. I can hear you over there a little bit. Yes, sir. I am here. All right. So obviously, uh, just a couple hours ago, Michigan found out who it was going to be playing. It will be Texas Southern. They defeated Mount St. Mary's by, I think it was eight points, uh, yeah. to 52. Chris, real quick, before I ask you some some specific questions, you threw up a little bit of a kind of preview between the two teams, just a real kind of surface. I mean, nobody, nobody covering Michigan basketball or following Michigan knows a whole lot about Texas Southern at this point, and there's not a ton of time to learn about them because they're going to play in a couple of days. But what can you tell us just off the rip, you know, from a little bit of research that you did looking at those two teams for that preview article. I mean, you know, Texas Southern, they, it's hard because if you watch that game this afternoon, um, you know, I saw some people uh, out on social media that were saying, you know, they saw some high school teams that looked better than, <laughs> than Texas Southern. And so, you know, there's, there's not a lot about them that uh, is really scary, but you know, they've got that point guard weathers who, you know, when he gets hot, he can knock some shots down. They've got some size in the middle. They've got some athletes and they're one of those teams where, you know, I think if you sort of fall asleep or you, or you find yourself sleepwalking through the first half, um, you know, you could easily find yourself in a second half battle. Now that doesn't mean I think Michigan's going to have their hands full on Saturday, but you know, it's, it's March, it's tournament time and Texas Southern is fully capable of pulling off an upset. And so that's kind of where I'm at with those guys. Yep. I mean, watching the game, I, I kind of agree. I was texting with my cousin a little bit back and forth and I was like, dude, like they're like air and baby hook shots and throwing ent- entry passes at dude's feet. So I'm like, what, what is this? Are these guys, I, you know, I'm sure there's some jitters. It looked, a, it looked a lot better in the second half than it did in the first half. I'll give them credit yeah. for that. They, they were down in the first half. They came back in the second half. You mentioned some of their athletes, some of their length, you know, they're, they're not scrubs. I mean, they're a 16 seed. I fully expect Michigan to handle them with no problem, but you're exactly right. You can't sleepwalk through it. You can't just show up and expect to win. Although, that's kind of how sixteen and ones, sixteen yeah. and one matchups usually go, but yeah. uh, that's exactly what we're going to get into a little bit. So we just talked about this. Um, Texas Southern does have a little bit of length. They've got some springy athletes down there. They don't have any seven footers, but they they have some guys that are you know six eight, six nine, six, six yeah, ten. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk about Hunter Dickinson first of all. The freshman has been great for Michigan all year. Uh, Big Ten freshman of the year has been on the t- on some All American lists uh, throughout the course of the season. If I had to tell you over or under for Mister Dickinson, twenty two and a half points. What do you say to that? I mean, I, I I'm taking the under, or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm taking the over, and I I better see the over because I think this is a game, you know. Hunter Dickinson, he's going to be huge for the Wolverines throughout the tournament. I mean, especially with livers out, you know, there's, there's a handful of guys on this team that are going to have to step up. And I think Dickinson is certainly one of those guys and he's, he's had a great season, but they're just going to need more out of him in this tournament. And you're right. They don't have any seven footers. They've got a couple, I think six, eight or six, nine guys, but they're not big body guys, you know, so I think Dickinson should be able to do his thing uh, in the post. And and I would expect from start to finish the Wolverines, you know, to, to be working much of their offense through him, get him going. And, you know, if you can get him off to a solid start in the tournament, I think that that spells good things for the Wolverines long term. I'm with you. I think Hunter Dickinson is at least at 23 points in this game. I think he needs to be. I think he should have the mentality coming in like, 
I, I'm bigger than these guys. I'm stronger than these guys. I'm more skilled. I'm going to go get a bucket whenever I want to. Exactly. Um, if he's not in foul trouble, then he should be on the floor often and, and he should get the ball often. And if that's the case, yeah, I see him, you know, touching some of those numbers he touched earlier in the year. He had 28 point game, 26 point game. And yeah. I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be the worst team Michigan played all year. I'm not trying to disrespect Texas Southern, but they're they're certainly not as good as anybody in the Big Ten, and even some of Michigan's non-conference games. Like I just don't, I just don't see it with them. I think I think Hunter Dickinson should have a big day. I am going over 22 and a half. Uh, the next one I got for you. Next one I got for you. Michigan obviously shoots the three pretty well. Not having Isaiah Livers though eats into that a little bit. He's obviously good for a couple of game. He stretches the floor, which makes everybody else a little bit easier to get open and get those threes off. Michigan averaged just about seven and a half threes per game. If I set the over and under at Michigan to make eight and a half threes against this Texas Southern team, how do you see that shaking out? I reluctantly take the over. And the, the reason I do is is because of the first part of what we were talking about. I think Dickinson is going to be, you know, putting in work in the middle. And I think it's going to free up a lot of those guys on the perimeter to get some good looks. Um, but you know, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit snake bitten by, you know, the way that the season closed out. And it seems like that, you know, Michigan will go through some stretches where they really struggle. Um, and like you said, with livers out. Um, you know, I, I've got to see something from these guys to consistently hit from behind the arc until, you know, I feel super confident about it. But I would say if, if you're going to get on track, this is the game to do it. So I'll take the over. I am actually going to take the under just by a little bit. I think they're probably in that range. I mean, if they come out of this game and hit seven or eight threes, I, that's really probably a decent day. That's not a, that's not necessarily an off day. Uh, you mentioned weathers. He's got some length and some athleticism at the point. I think that could make it a little bit tough on Mike Smith. Um, and you know, they're, they're going into another new building that they haven't been in all year. And I think that that could make it a little bit tricky as well. So, um, I think it'll be close. I do think it'll be close, but again, taking Isaiah Livers off the floor, who's who's always good for a couple threes, couple spot up threes, transition threes, um, and replacing him with a guy like Brandon Johns, who doesn't step out and shoot as many. I mean, I think what's going to be Brandon Johns. I guess we don't know that for sure. Sure. If it's if it's Shondi Brown, you know, maybe maybe that number does get eclipsed, uh, the eight point five. But I'm going to say slightly under. It sounds like you're saying just slightly over. And again, that would be. You know that would be something that Michigan should look for in a game like this, where they can kind of do what they want on offense. Which, you know, for Michigan fans, hopefully that means a lot of open threes and, and knocking down those looks. Yep. Next one, got got a couple more here on these over unders, kind of talking talking money a little bit here for those of you out there who like to uh, put a, make it a little interesting, put a little juice on the game. <laughs> over under 140 and a half total points in the entire game. So that's both teams total 140 and a half. So if you do the math. You know, is it 80 to 60? Is it is it a little more lopsided than that? What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to take the under. And I think, you know, a big reason, again, we go back to that first part that we talked about with Hunter Dickinson. I think Michigan in the half court game, I think they're going to be able to slow it down, control the pace. Um, I, I expect them to win by a decent amount, but I by no means do I think it's going to be, you know, a high scoring game for both teams. So I'll, I'm, I'm confident in taking the under there. Yeah, I'm going to take the under here too. These are these are by the way for people listening, these are numbers and lines that I made up. So if they're if they end up, if they end up being way off like hey, I'm not a handicapper. Uh, I don't reside in Vegas. This is not my day job, but you know, I do like to dabble a little bit. I like to look at those numbers and I like to to get in on the action a little bit now that it is fully legal here in the state of Michigan. It's always fun. Uh, but yeah, I 
you know, I was looking and we'll get to the last one in a minute, just kind of looking at some of the other games. That's kind of where I went with these ballpark numbers, but I'm going to take the under as well. I think, um, you know, I think Texas Southern is going to want to get up and down and run. And I think that that will help them, but I, I just don't, I just don't see them being able to score very many points. I really don't. I don't know what the final will be. I don't know how much Michigan might win by if they're able to put together a pretty good effort. But Michigan has been a really good defensive team all year, like top five in adjusted defensive efficiency. And I, I just don't think Texas Southern is going to have much of an answer for the length and the the schemes that Michigan throws at them and how they're able to recover. Everybody on that floor is extremely smart when it comes to defense. And I, I just think it's going to be a long day for for texas southern so that's not like an that's not an outlandish total i just really don't think that they're going to be able to score as much and again what you talked about factors in as well if they're going to try to feed the ball through hunter dickinson you could see a lot of half court sets i mean i mean the only the only thing that i see that can throw that off is in that second half you know texas southern that full court press that they put on um that was suffocating you know and they were able to get a lot of points out of that and and it really changed everything in their favor and and I, you know i guarantee you're going to see that at some point in time in the michigan game and you know if michigan can handle that well which i would expect them to um you know i don't see a problem with it but if we get in a situation where it's up and down the court and turnovers and you know we're not taking care of the ball then you know it, it maybe it could easily go over i think you bring up a good point there that press that they threw on with some pretty lengthy athletes that can be trouble for anybody but michigan has a in the tournament time man veteran guards are are essential and michigan has three of them in mike smith eli brooks and shondy brown so i and franz wagner i know he's only a sophomore but he's he's markedly better with his handle and he feels like a veteran yeah he really does he's played a lot of ball he's he's obviously you know he's got some pro experience from overseas different animal but They've got some really reliable. I mean, and again, Isaiah Livers made made that another, uh, you know, a, another very strong part of what he brought to the table. Without him, takes a little bit of a hit. But I still think you've got three to four guys you really, really trust taking care of the ball in a pressure situation. So I I agree. I think we will see it. I think Texas Southern is going to have to, you know, pull out all the stops and throw everything they can at Michigan. But I expect those those heady veteran guards who have been there, done that type of thing. I, I think they'll be just fine with it. Last one. And the most important one, I mean, it sounds like we both have Michigan picked to win. I don't think anybody's going to gonna pick the 16 over the one upset here. But how much is Michigan going to win by? What's the cover? So here's here's what I kind of looked at with this one. Illinois is favored by 22 and a half in their first game against, I think, who was it? Who was they playing? I, I didn't write that part down. Uh, I don't have it in front of me either. I'll have to pull that up. And then Baylor is favored by 25 and a half. So those are, and Gonzaga didn't even have a line out at this point. So obviously some pretty big spreads there, Illinois, 22 and a half Baylor, 25 and a half. If I was to say that Michigan is favored by 24 and a half, oh, Gonzaga doesn't have a line yet. Cause they're waiting on a play in game as well. Michigan, go. if Michigan was favored by 24 and a half, where would you go with that? I'm going to take the points and, and, you know, I think that it's a I, lot of points. It is. It's a it, big it, spread, it, right? It's a lot. Of, and, and again, if you look at these two teams in the way, you know, from, from, you know, nobody listening to this, at least a Michigan fan has seen another Texas Southern game all year. So really all we're judging on is what we saw today. To me, it, it, it would be easy for Michigan to do that, but there's a couple factors here. Uh, you know, number one, it's the first round of the tournament. And I think that there's going to be, you know, some anxiety, some jitter, some things that they're going to have to work through. You know, like you said, they're in a new environment. They're playing in 
in a new arena here. So, you know, you're going to have to work through that. I do expect Michigan to win convincingly, but, you know, 24 and a half points is a little, a little much for me uh, in the first round here. I'm going to be ballsy. <laughs> I'm going to be ballsy and I'm going to say that Michigan will cover. I just think, I know they don't have Isaiah livers, but I'm going to think back to, you know, how they looked in some of these games earlier this year where they were up by 30 or 40 points on Wisconsin, where they absolutely sure. blew the doors off of some really good teams in the big 10. I, I know there's no livers, but I, I just really think that the talent gap is going to be very noticeable in this game. And I think Michigan is going to, you know, kind of realize like, I'm sure they already do realize, but you're a one seed. It, 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 you can't, you can't come out complacent in, you know, win that first round game against a 16 seed by seven, eight, nine points. Like that just doesn't that shakes your confidence right out yeah. of the gate. Yeah. And I think Juwan's going to have them ready. I think Juwan is going to have those guys focused and locked in. And now they've had a little bit of time to adapt to what life is like without Isaiah livers. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to step up to the challenge. I think if I, if I was going to put some money up on this game and the line was at 24, I'm interested to see where the line is without Isaiah livers. It wasn't set yet with the, you know, with the play in game just now ending a little bit ago, but uh, I think Michigan's going to, going to win by quite a bit. I wasn't that impressed with, with Texas Southern. I know they looked better in the second half and they do have some guys that, that can do some things. I think Michigan's going to, I think Michigan's going to step up and, and win this one big time. So if I if I had to, um, I don't think I'd put a lot, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think Michigan can cover. I think they can win by twenty five or more. Yeah, I mean, if they can do that, I think you know that proves that you know right now the biggest question is can they can they recapture that magic from earlier in the year? Can they figure out who they are without livers? And if they come out and you know, they, they take care of business and do what they're supposed to do. And they win by 25 plus points. I think that that really, you know, sets the tone for, for the rest of the tournament. So even though this isn't a marquee matchup, I think how they perform and how dominant they are, you know, to your point, um, you know, they're the number one seed. They need to come out and play like it. And, and a seven or eight point win, even though it's a win, uh, you know, that really isn't going to leave a good taste in anybody's mouth. Well, let me ask a question real quick there before we sign off here um, and get ready for this, uh, this, uh, these last couple games here tonight. Um, what would leave a good taste in their mouth? Where where would you set that mark at? If you if you don't think they can win by twenty five, but you think a seven or eight point win isn't good enough, what what would be good enough for you? You know, I I would say you, you got to be north of fifteen points, and that's you know that's with maybe some foul shots at the end, or you know some wonky things happen, and maybe the bench is in for you know a good portion of the second half, but. You know, you got to be in the teens at least. I would say a 15-point win will be okay, but anything south of 15 points uh, against a team like that when you're the number one seed, I just I think it leaves some question marks there and, and you know, not as much confidence heading into the second round, especially if you're going to face a team like, you know, I think LSU could be a possible matchup. I mean, you need to come out and take care of business and, and play like you're the number one seed. So 15 points for me is the good taste mark. So just a little just a little nugget of information on that. The average margin of victory for one seeds over 16 seeds is 22.8 points. There you go. So, you know, that you know, you've got you've obviously got just one one upset in the history of the tournament just a few years ago with uh, number 1 Virginia taking a dive. But yeah. uh 
you know, the, that's those games are usually pretty lo- very lopsided. I mean, it's one versus sixteen for a reason. So, you know, if yeah. Michigan if Michigan can get north of what you just said, I think yeah, fifteen, eighteen points, you'd have to feel pretty good about that. But I think uh, I think they'll be ready. I think they'll be ready to go on Saturday afternoon. So, yeah. um, there you have it. A little bit of basketball discussion here tonight. Um, we'll probably do a little bit of this mo- a little bit more often moving forward. So, Wolverine Digest podcast episode number one in the books. Thanks a lot, Chris. All right, cool, man.